0: This is Matt Berman from Philly Made Creative. You're listening to Made From Scratch. In today's episode, I wanna talk about the idea of a work-life balance. Been a big issue on social media, especially LinkedIn, uh, entrepreneurs, business owners, people who um, are obsessed with their job or really love what they do professionally. There's often this conversation about how do you balance your work and your life? And I certainly don't have the answer for this. I don't know that there is one blanket answer. In fact, I'm pretty sure there's not and that every individual person is different. And that's mainly my message about it is that the amount of conversation about creating some sort of dogmatic general principle to follow to make sure that you have an equal life work. I mean, I don't even understand what it means. I mean, work is eight hours a day for most people what they do in their life so that's a third of your life the other third you're sleeping so um, it's at least as important or as full of a part of your life as anything else is Um, it's probably the single most concentrated thing that you actively do Um, you know, I mean, being with your family, okay, you've got dinner time, you've got vacations, you've got activities, but you don't spend the entirety of that eight hours outside of work and sleep with your family. Um, you know, so it's like, what is it that we're trying to balance here? And, um, I think what we're trying to balance here is what we're enjoying or the level of enjoyment that we have. because. Most people, I think, like to be productive, even though most people also say that their dream is to be able to somehow do nothing. I don't really buy it. I don't believe it. I think that most people just haven't found what they truly love to do and that when you do truly love what you do, not that it's not work. I think that's another hackneyed expression that if you love what you do, you never work a day or whatever it is like that's bullshit. Um, Even if you love doing something, there's hard work and there's things that are not the most enjoyable part of that thing and you still got to suck it up and do it. Um, So finding a work-life balance, sometimes that's finding a balance within each side of your life or inside of your work life there might be a balance of the kind of work that you're doing that is out of whack. And if you put it back in line that you might enjoy your work better and therefore you'd be more available when you're at home. Uh, Maybe you work at home and that's a problem. You know, there's a lot of very nuanced circumstances that people have to deal with when balancing their work and their recreation, let's call it, rather than work life, Um, because I think that's framing the problem incorrectly. That's framing the problem that work is some sort of problem that we're supposed to get over in order to get into life, when in fact work is a majority of what we do in life so you better fucking enjoy it or you're going to be bitching a lot, complaining a lot and complaints that aren't going to lead to any kind of resolution. Here's another um, dogmatic hackneyed motivational go get thing that needs to go is that complaints are not inherently a bad thing. Complaints access the unworkability or the discomfort or the problems in life. So if you complain that something exists, do something about it. That's the difference. If you're not doing anything about the things you complain about, then you're just bitching. This is what Facebook is for. People go on a Facebook to bitch about things they're going to do nothing about. Um, People go on Twitter to do the same thing. People go on LinkedIn to do the same thing. I'm sure they go on Anchor to do the same thing. Um, And so that's the problem. And complaints with no resolution or no desire to resolve or no intent to resolve or no will to resolve or whatever you want to call it. That's the problem. That's why your work life balance or work recreation balance is fucked because you're not really sure um, what to do about things you're not doing things about things or you're in no position to do anything about what's bothering you you know if you're at your job and you've got no power and there's no way to get power to do the things you want to do you're going to be frustrated a lot your work-life balance is gonna seem off you're gonna start looking for new jobs you're gonna start dreaming about starting a business there's a lot of things that happen to a person when they have complaints that are not resolved and it's, uh, it's a couple of things, especially if you're trying to uh, make a difference or impact one of these kind of situations. And either when you complain, no one gives a shit, no one listens, and the environment is not conducive to taking that complaint and turning it into a solution. So there's a stifling effect or a lack of consideration effect. That's pretty dangerous because when complaints go unheard, like even if you can't just listen to it and laugh occasionally... Um, They get pent up, they turn twisted, and inside people's minds they get really worked. So if that's not the case and you're still complaining and just not doing anything about it yourself and no one around you is doing anything about it but they could or you could, then you need to get off your ass and do something. And oftentimes the resolution to a complaint involves some sort of risk-taking because the complaint came up based on the current circumstances, based on the past circumstances, and they're very present in what you can or cannot do in the future. So when you get stuck like this, then everything gets thrown out of balance. At work, you're thinking about home. At home, you're thinking about work. And the basic problem is that you're just not present and aware where you are, what you're doing, why you're doing it, if you want to do it, and all that other kind of stuff. And so commitment starts to get shaky and people just kind of lose their mind. So if you find yourself even worried about your quote work-life balance, you probably need to check in on what you actually think work is and what you actually think life is and what options you really have. Do you have the option of finding a job that'll better suit your personal life or your recreation time? or your family commitments or whatever it is, or not. Or can't you do anything about it right now? If you can't do anything about it right now, you probably need to figure out a solution and that'll take some time. So um, talking it out definitely helps. Finding people that can just get where you're at and provide you some sort of feedback. And then you have to listen to that feedback because if you've got the work-life problem and you're going around complaining about it to people, you better expect that friends and family and considerate people are gonna try and knock you, knock sense into you and get you on the right course, whatever that might be. And it's definitely gonna be outside of what you've already been doing. If you've already been doing it and you're in the situation where there's a problem and what you're already doing is not getting you out of it, obviously you need some other input. So um, whether that's figuring out how to have more fun at work or figuring out how to prioritize your family or your friends, um, it's one of those things that you're going to have to realize and accept this is an individuated circumstance. There is no blanket statement, pump up quote. Instagram thing that you can follow or watch or consume—that's going to do it for you. You know, you're going to have to, at some point, get real with yourself about what you're doing for a living, what you're doing after work, um, and where where a balance, a blend, a you know, whatever it is, whatever you're trying to find—that homeostasis. Um, it's definitely deeper than the amount of hours you spend working versus the amount of hours you spend doing something else. It's got to do with who you are and what you are when you're doing those things. And that's where people fear to tread. That's where people avoid going. That's what people don 't want to address because uh, it can be painful. it can be painful to realize that instead of prioritizing your family you 've been working yourself to death because you don 't know how to be available to them that 's scarier than oh i 'm not lost i 'm just a entrepreneur or, or i 'm not lazy i 'm just finding my way or I need a work life balance or Um, I'm going to quit my job and just go like no you got to actually take a look and take stock at yourself and who you are in this equation and I think there's way too many um, quick fix solutions out there for people that are going to feel good for an hour or a minute or even a moment and they're going to latch on to something that's not really wholly true and it doesn't totally fit their life or what they want because life is not a one size fits all game. So if you're trying to find a balance in your life, especially related to how much you work, where you work, what you do for work and whatever else life is about, you really need to start looking inward. You need to stop going on the Instagram feed for all of the entrepreneur pump up crap. And you need to seriously do some soul searching because no one out there has the answer for you. And that's probably the scariest thing about finding balance is that no one can tell you what the fuck to do. Um, that's incredibly liberating. It's freeing, but it's also fucking terrifying. No one can tell you what, what you should want to do. No one can tell you what's right for your life. Um, and there are some realities that we all have to deal with. So if you're talking about a work-life balance, you probably ought to rethink what the fuck you're talking about. This is Matt Berman from Philly Made Creative. You've been listening to Made From Scratch. If you're digging my channel, if you're liking what I'm putting out, call in. Let me know what's good. Questions, conversations, I'm all about it. If you're listening to this on some other platform, hop over to Anchor and check me out. Um, Talk to you soon.